Okay, class, pop quiz, oral recitation. Tonya, stand up. Yes, sir. Okay, we learned this yesterday. What is our national song? Um, mm, ah, Bahay Kubo. Huh? I think you misheard the question, Tonya. You're giving the answer for national house. No, no, sir. I mean song, right? Bahay Kubo, kahit munti, ang halaman doon ay sari-sari. everyone and welcome to another exciting episode of Banana Q Podcast. D, I have a question. Mm, what's your question? What comes to mind when you're on your phone and you see an icon of a blue bird? A blue bird? I would think of Pokemon Go for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> How about a, a phone application of a Probably blue bird? Probably Twitter, yes. I don't know why Pokemon Go was the first thing that popped into my head. <laughs> Articuno, probably. Yes, That's exactly, a exactly. The legendary bluebird. Uh-huh, How about yeah. a leather bag with the letters L and V? Ah, Louis Vuitton, of course. Yes, good job, D. You answered my questions correctly. And that, ladies and gentlemen, cuties, is the work of branding, right? Mm. Branding. And did you know that our country also has its own branding? Ooh. <laughs> and that's what we're going to talk about today, the national yeah. symbols of the Philippines. And interestingly right. enough, there's a Republic Act, there's a law, Republic Act 8491, that tells us of our symbols, the national flag, the great seal, and the coat of arms of the Philippines. So everybody recognizes the national flag, right? And it's our mm. way of telling the whole world that, hey, This is the Philippines. It's mm. a combination of red, yellow, and blue, and stars over you. Mama said, Papa said, I love, I love you. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, so that's our symbol. And also the Constitution of the Philippines tells us that the Filipino language is the national language of the Philippines. Obviously, when people hear Tagalog, mm. they would naturally assume that that person is Filipino, right? Yep. So aside from those stated symbols in the Constitution and Republic Act 8491, there are only six official national symbols of the Philippines enacted through law. Yeah, I didn't Ooh. even know that these needed to be enacted through law, right? Yeah. <laughs> so Congress has to get together. They, they go on a debate. Okay, what is our national, for example, flower? And yeah. Then, The House of Representatives has to agree, the Senate has to agree, the President <laughs> has to sign, and it becomes a law. <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah, obviously, we amazing. learned about this in school, right? In Civica, mm. Cultura. But yeah, this is exactly. probably the first time I knew it was, or maybe they told me, but I forgot because obviously I was, mm. what, eight years old or something? I don't eight remember. Years old. Yes, that's right, <laughs> when we were younger. And mm-hmm. the thing is, Let's review all these national symbols and mm. probably think of a way where we can modernize and update these symbols, right? Because mm. as you've said, we've learned this in our elementary school, mm-hmm. but chances are these are no longer relevant in modern times. Probably. And, you know, with branding, it needs to be yeah, updated. that's true. Or if we were the senators or congressmen, what would we pick? 
basically, right? Yes, that's that's exactly. what they so would do. So let's pretend that maybe I'm the House of Representatives and you're the Senate, and we bounce <laughs> off each other's okay. ideas and agree on a new national symbol, okay? Mm-hmm. Right. So let's start with the first one, our national flower, mm-hmm. Sampagita. Right. Yeah, for people who don't know, the Sampagita is this small white flower mm. that gives off a specific scent, right? It does smell nice, right? Do you remember? Have you ever? I, I hope the thing you, is. Do you know what a Sampagita I mean, is? I, I know what a Sampagita <laughs> is, and uh-huh. I don't. I don't think it's that popular in Cebu. Is it popular um, in Zamboanga? Like I've only seen it in Manila. Probably you're right. But again, as we've mentioned in previous episodes, right? Um, a lot of things in the Philippines are Luzon centric. Like, you know, the laws enacted. And as mentioned, Mm. this was enacted in Luzon, probably. That's why, right? But I think it's popular in Manila or in... Well, I don't know about Manila, but in Luzon. Because they used to make this into garlands. Yes, garlands. And, you know, kids would sell them on the streets. You know, Mm. if you're aboard a jeepney, they would, Mm. you know, tell you, hey, you want to buy some Sampagita? Yeah. But I don't know what that is you're doing. right. I don't mm. think that's pretty common anymore. Maybe back then. Mm. Because if I remember, I think I only saw those scenes you mentioned portrayed in movies or something. But <laughs> I, I don't actually recall seeing that in real life now that you mention it. Mm. <laughs> okay, so in See? that case then, so what mm. would you pick since you think that that's not really representative of the Philippines anymore? Yeah, I, I in my mind I would have thought maybe orchids and fancy flowers, but it won't be representative of the Philippines. So mm. I thought maybe gumamela is a good <laughs> contender. Yes, uh, that's actually in English it's hibiscus. Yeah, hibiscus. Yes. Yeah. So why do you think that's a um, good contender? Because in biology, whenever we describe how bees kind of pollinate, help pollination, right? Then it's always, almost always the picture of a hibiscus, <laughs> gomamella. <laughs> and I think it's very important. And it's True. a good symbol that, you know, it's a symbol of life. Pollination breeds, you know, life. And also, I think it's a good flower for the Philippines because it's very tropical, right? Like you see a lot of people, they, you know, like Rosalinda would put a rose behind their oh, ear. But, but in the Philippines, you could put a gumamela, right? Yes, and attract bees. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> but also, again, again, mm. a gumamela, I realize is what I call this. When I was a kid, we would use mm. the gumamela, you know, their sap or what they call it. Mm. I don't know if it's a sap, but it was it is a sticky liquid yep. in it right and then we would mix it with soap and then we would use it to blow bubbles did you do that oh ah, yes <laughs> yeah you see it's even representative of our childhood pastime yes. activity mm-hmm. so, do you agree yeah that could be a good choice all right so the second national symbol is for the national tree and it, it is currently the Nara. So what wow. is the Nara? How do we describe the Nara? It's actually called Terocarpus indicus. It is a large deciduous tree growing to 30 to 40 meters tall with a trunk up to 2 meters in diameter. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything very... Sp- I don't know. It's a tree. <laughs> it's hard to yeah, it's a tree. But it's very helpful, tree, right? Yeah. I mean, very mm-hmm. useful, functional, because a lot of our furniture... Mm. Like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Parts of your house that require stability, say, door, pillars, chances are they're kind of, you know, if, if it's made of wood, then Nara would be a very good choice. 
Oh, and apparently, according to this in the Philippines, a permit is required to cut the Nara. But mm. nevertheless, the popular sturdy wood is widely used for construction and furniture projects. So, as mentioned. Yes. Okay, but yeah, honestly, I don't really... Re- it's not that no, um, obvious, right? Like, mm. you know, oh, that's an... I don't even know if I see an ara right now, I wouldn't know that it's an ara tree. Unless it's in a furniture already. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because they would really say it's an ara and yeah. Yes, people would boast about it being nara, so you will know. Oh, yeah. It's probably yeah. expensive. Um, it's, that's yeah, why, so right? People will yeah. tell you, oh, it's Nara. Oh, okay. Then you have that imagery that, oh, okay. Hey, did you have a permit for this? That's why we ask the next question, right? <laughs> what? So what do you think should be the tree, the national tree, if it were up to you? If it were up to me, banana tree. Is uh, but I, but some people would say banana is not a tree. What is that? It's supposed to be, because it's not, made of wood right so technically it is not a tree it's just a plant well <laughs> we are the congress of the philippines Nobody so you're going to me <laughs> what our national tree is not a tree so they're saying here that while the banana plant is colloquially called a banana tree it's actually mm. an herb distantly related to ginger what, <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, if it's not banana, <laughs> then probably coconut tree. Oh, yeah, the coconut nut is a giant, a giant. nut. <laughs> if you, if you eat, eat too, too much, much, you'll get you'll very, get very fat. fat. You see, we have a song even for a national tree. Do we have a Nara song? I no, don't we so. don't. You're right. Mm. Yeah, I think it should be the coconut tree because the coconut tree, as mentioned in that song, comically, it's actually very useful, mm. you know, from, from root to leaves. Right? Everything. Everything. Even, and yeah, yeah. even the fruit itself has many uses. Like you could, if it's an old one, you could, um, the oil, you could use the coconut yes. oil for while cooking and also for yes. putting it on your hair if you want your hair to, mm, yes. be, to look nice. And obviously, a lot of our desserts are made of coconut. That's true. Mm. And I love dishes with coconut milk on it. Oh, yeah. And we have a lot of national dishes with coconut milk, right? Mm -hmm. Gata. Mm -hmm. You're right. I think the coconut should be it. And it's also representative of the tropical climate of the Philippines. Yes. Right? Mm. Like, if you you blind ask a a foreigner and show him a Nara tree and ask that person, which country does this represent? I don't think Philippines <laughs> would be their first choice. Yeah. Or they say, yeah. what tree is that? It looks like every other tree. <laughs> yeah. So it's not if really it's that. a coconut tree with somebody climbing on it without any harness. Mm-hmm. Ooh, looks very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Risk-taking. Mm, Philippines. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> what? Okay, okay. Yeah, you're mm. right. And also, you forgot the wood is also being used like to you know build houses or something. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, everything in the coconut is very useful. Mm-hmm. So, coconut plantations are a big business in the Philippines. Uh, yes, for sure. So, yeah, I think I agree with you that, yeah, it should be the coconut. Okay, okay then it has been ratified. <laughs> coconut is the new national tree. <laughs> okay, sure. Next. Mm-hmm. Did you know our national gem? I didn't even know we have a national gem. I didn't it's know until apparently. now. <laughs> It's the Philippine pearl. Mm, yes. Well, somehow I don't disagree with this, right? Yeah, I don't actually. Pearl is it? It it's. 
I don't know. It exudes elegance. Mm. It, it 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 really is luxurious. And mm. did you know that it takes at least maybe four years to produce one pearl? Oh really? Right? Oh my god, that's a long no. time. Okay. It is. It is a long time. So it is kind of exquisite. But pearls are not unique to the Philippines. That's a problem, right? So if yeah. if we want a national symbol, we need something that will be at least kind of uniquely Filipino. So in that case then, what is uniquely Filipino gem? I think this is the gem that we've introduced in our previous episode mm-hmm. um, in the Marvel versus Pinoy superhero Oh yeah, episode. that episode, and yeah. It is a stone, mm-hmm. ang bato ni Darna. Oh, you see? <laughs> <laughs> it is very Filipino specific. Oh, yes, it is. It is. Mm. There is no other country who has that. And to explain mm. the Batoni Darna or the Stone of Darna. Yeah, Darna is actually a Philippine comic book superhero. Superhero, yeah. A female superhero. So she's kind of like um, Wonder Woman, right? Filipino version of Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Yes. So she's also in a sexy outfit. But mm-hmm. before she could... Trans- so her, She's really Narda in real life. But if yeah. she she takes this stone and she swallows it and yells Darna, she transforms into Darna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is mm-hmm. why that is the Philippine gem. <laughs> yes. And the thing is, you you cannot answer what is the Philippine gem and answer Batoni Darna without explaining who Darna is. That's and true. You intro you also introduce Philippine mythology, mm. how it came about, and why it's not a rip-off of Wonder Woman. <laughs> So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there's a long explanation. Story. Oh my god. Yes. Okay, mm. yes. <laughs> Do you agree? Because of that, yes, I agree. It should be <laughs> Batuni Darna. <laughs> okay, ratified. Ratified. The new national gem is Batoni, Batoni Darna. Darna. Okay. And so the next item is the national bird, which is the Philippine Eagle. So here's the thing. When I was a kid, as I mentioned, like when eight years old or something, I learned that the national bird was actually the Maya or the sparrow. Mm. So it's the little, little brown bird, right? bird that yeah. you see everywhere in the Philippines, which made sense, right? And I guess back then, I don't remember if this was actually mentioned, but they are saying aside from because it's you know you see it everywhere. It maybe it's it's also a symbol of the typical Filipino. You know, they we're small, but we're yeah. We're mighty. I don't know if they're mighty. Actually, I don't remember something. Anyway, in 1995, then-President Fidel V. Ramos formally transferred that honorific to the Philippine Eagle instead. And this was after an eagle named Pagasa. Do you remember mm. Pagasa? I think so, So yeah. he was bred through artificial insemination and hatched through a combined artificial and natural incubation technique taught by the World Center for Birds of Prey. So, awareness of conservation efforts on the endangered Philippine eagles increased after the hatching of Pag-asa. So, I think this was a branding thing, right? Because, um, you know, we wanted awareness, you know, on the endangered eagles. And that is why President Ramos also decided to change the bird, right? Mm. And I remember I actually saw Pag-asa. Oh, you saw? The actual Pagasa? Yeah, because he was in Davao, so it's quite near oh. to Sambuanga. Yeah. Interesting. Mm, yes. And did did it look like a natural eagle? 
Yeah, I don't think it's like an AI eagle or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just like they did, what's the term for for humans, right? A test tube baby test would tube look baby. like a normal person, right? You wouldn't <laughs> be able to tell that he was a test tube baby. So, yeah. I see. But a part of me, okay, when I read that, it, it's about the awareness of, you know, endangered Philippine eagles, but... Back then, I actually thought like mm, that we just want to be like America again, like <laughs> yes. because the American bird is the American eagle. That's why we changed our bird also to Philippine eagle. Mm. But maybe I was wrong in thinking that, and it really was just about you know the endangered Philippine eagles. But I think That's Pagasa true. already died though because he is really old. I think he was born in mm. 1992. But then, if it were not the Philippine eagle. Do you agree with this, or do you want to change it to something else if it were I think, you? I think we need to update it because an eagle is a bird of prey. Mm. Would you characterize our country as a, a bird of prey? Not really. No, not really. That's why I thought even that the Maya was actually more characteristic of the Filipinos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but if it's not the Maya, what is it? If it's what not the Maya, growing up, I'm fond of doves. Mm. Right? Because... You know, your neighbors would, you know, breed them mm. and they would, you know, make them fly and then they would clap <laughs> and you can domesticate them so they would come back to your house, right? Yeah, Is and we that all... something similar to what, you're, what you've experienced? I don't really remember. I know that there were a lot of doves though. And I remember there was a dove who always flew into our backyard. I know I gave it a name, but obviously by now I don't remember. And there was this song... <laughs> Uh. That I used to sing back then, but for some reason, I cannot find it anywhere online. So did I imagine that? But I remember there was a song that went, <laughs> Pretty dove, so dainty and small. Is it rice you seek for your food? But then I huh? tried looking for it online. It's nowhere. So I did, did I imagine that? Did I create that song <laughs> myself? I don't know. But I remember I would sing that to the dove whenever I saw the mm-hmm. dove. Maybe... It's a Bisaya song with a Zamboanga, Zamboanga English equivalent of it. Because right? you <laughs> have a lot of English equivalents in Zamboanga <laughs> for some reason. So, so that's why I should have looked for a Bisaya version. And how would that be? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah. Mm, and we have another song about the doves, right? Yes, uh, I Freddy think. Aguilar. I... Yeah. Madalena. <laughs> That is not a good song. <laughs> Kalapating mababa ang lipad, which is not yes. good. Are you trying to say that that symbolizes Filipinos? Okay, to no, ex- no, 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 definitely. To explain, kalapating mababa ang lipad means a low flying dove, which is actually yes. a term for prostitutes. So maybe it's not mm. good to pick the dove. <laughs> no, but it's pragmatic, practical, and it's really represent. Like we have a song for it. Oh and my! Doves are peace. Loving creatures. They're a symbol of peace, and we are big on marriages. And whenever there's a wedding, there's, you know, oh, you throw the doves. Yes. So I think dove, hands down, is a better representation than the eagle. I think. Okay, maybe, maybe. (laughs) Except for the Magdalena. (laughs) Torn because of the Magdalena implication. Um, but maybe let's see. Okay, yeah. maybe no, we prob- can we can we can park it for now. Yeah, for and now can, maybe that's a better option that, yeah. than the eagle because honestly, I can't think of anything else. The next one is the national sport and martial art. Wow, Ooh. there's two categories, and it is arnis. Ooh. Now, to those who don't know, arnis also is also known as kali 
or Eskrima, and it's the national martial art of the Philippines, and it includes hand-to-hand combat, joint locks, grappling and weapon disarming techniques. Although, in general, emphasis is put on weapons for these arts, some systems put empty hands as the primary focus, and some old-school systems do not teach weapons at all. To be honest, I've never seen Arnis in action. Yep, nope. So I think this is outdated for sure. I mean, maybe mm. it's kept there because it is a uh, uniquely Philippine heritage thing. But yeah, I, but you're nobody right. uses it anymore. Nobody right? uses Why it would... that I know of. Like, I'm, I mean, we are not young people and yet we don't even know this. We've never seen this. We've heard the name. Obviously, we needed mm. to learn this in school. But you're right. I've never, even in yeah. TV shows, did anyone use Arnie's in no? So. Well, no offense to those people who are devout believers of Arnis, right? We don't mm. know the after this episode is aired, we probably find ourselves in a dark corner being surrounded <laughs> by Arnis specialists. <laughs> and, and I says, how dare you talk down about Arnis? It's a well-respected... Well, I'm, I'm sorry, but... It probably is, but know. it's just not that popular, to be mm. honest, in the Philippines, yeah. right? That's mm. right. I don't mm. think yeah, I don't think I've seen that in action to be honest. Yeah, me too. So what do you think should take the place of the national sport? Well, I think this is a no-brainer, right? I think boxing is the national sport. <laughs> True. I mean, after all, we are well known for it, right? Thanks to Manny Pacquiao. Mm. Yeah, so for a lot of Filipinos it actually is a spark of hope, you know, bringing, you know, one way of elevi- you know, improving their family's life is mm. is to becoming world champion in a boxing tournament and, you know, uh, earn money. Philippines has become famous throughout the world because of boxing. Mm, So, yeah, I think it would be a good symbol. It already is a branding for the Philippines, right? Yeah, because we're not known as martial artists. Like, if, if you see somebody wearing, like, a martial art, costume it's not filipino at all you, you probably would think oh that's bruce lee that's chinese or whatever yeah, it is. It's yeah. Not, never philippines yeah Ooh, and even yeah. in movies it's either chinese or japanese ninjas or something right <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah not so, philippines boxing. yeah we agree okay. we both agree yeah, yeah i agree boxing okay. yeah ratified boxing ratified. is the new national sport <laughs> okay so the sixth one is the National Sign Language, which is the Filipino <laughs> Sign Language. Like, duh, like what else? But what, I wonder what this Filipino Sign Language is. Is it different from the, what is that called? The usual sign language, right? There's yeah, I think, a, I think each country has their own um, sign language. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Then, but maybe it would still be similar in nature. Otherwise, you know, if you talk to someone in... With English, then you wouldn't understand each other. Is that the case? Mm, it could be, but there could be sign languages that, you know, has a very different meaning. Mm. Like, what, what's that kids game? What kids Achikali, game? Achikali, yeah. Achikali. <laughs> <then we> have... <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what the name of that game yeah, is. Yeah, but, but yeah, I, I, we have I, different symbols and probably they mean very differently elsewhere mm-hmm. and yeah but i think you know it's difficult to change this because obviously there's only one filipino sign language but maybe aside from that we also have other sign languages that are typically filipino like for mm. example we like to use our mouth to point at things 
right? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we call it like a national science, not necessarily language, but uh-huh. oh yeah, it, it is a language, but it's not necessarily a full-blown language, but mm. it's kind of common signs that we use that you know. That Can you think of anything else things. aside from pointing your nguso, right? Pointing your mouth at things. Uh, what about the, this one? What do you call this, Mr. Poggy? Oh, yeah, the Mr. Poggy sign. No, I don't think that's... Yeah, that's yeah, unique. you're right. It's unique. The Mr. Poggy sign. The Mr. Poggy sign. So I don't how know how to describe, describe it. Is that um, a point, for, uh, point finger and the thumb up? Like with it, like, it, like a check mark and put it like under your chin. Under your chin. Yeah. yeah. The Mr. Poggy sign. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. All right. Mr. Okay. Poggy. National sign. <laughs> wow. National symbol. Okay. All right. So <laughs> So that's it. That wraps up the six national symbols that, mm-hmm. you know, passed on as laws and are recognized mm-hmm. by our country. But there are also national symbols that have yet, you know, been passed as a law. Mm-hmm. Like for example, even Jose Rizal, who is widely considered as, you know, our national hero, has not been declared officially as a national hero in any existing Philippine law. So what else could there be? Like if it's, maybe it's still under debate. Maybe there's still kind of people arguing that it shouldn't be Jose Rizal. Maybe perhaps it could be Andres Bonifacio. That's the common debate, right? Yeah. Okay, so to explain to people, right, Jose Rizal was, he was known as the pacifist, I suppose, right? He believed Mm. that the pen is mightier than the sword, Mm. So, he wasn't really technically the one leading the charge, right? In fact, no. he was used by Andres Bonifacio as the symbol. You know, he was using Jose Rizal to get the people to rally, basically, right? Because Rizal was imprisoned for what he wrote. Is ah, that right? Yes, that, that's right. So, the the books and the symbol of nationalism and... You're right. It is quite opposite, right? Because Rizal kind of in his own ways didn't want a revolution. Mm. He just wants to surrender to kind of being treated equals Mm. um, with, say, Spaniards. Not necessarily us standing alone uh, by ourselves. But Andres Bonifacio really wants Philippines uh, independent. Mm. We can stand on our own ground. So, So, yeah, those are opposing very different yes. ideology. And that's probably why it's still mm-hmm. being debated right yeah, now. Yeah, because people are saying Andres Bonifacio was really the one who led the people to mm. fight, right? So he should mm. be by right the mm. the national hero and not Jose Rizal, even though that's he was right. used. But because I would like to think of like Jose Rizal was being used, like, you know, the Hunger Games, like the Macking J was the symbol, right? So <laughs> he was kind of like that, wasn't he? Mm, you're right. <laughs> But you're he right, was not right, necessarily right. the one leading the the fight. Yes, he was just a symbol. Right. Yeah, it's just a symbol. Well, mm-hmm. it could be. It could either be somebody else, right? It it may not necessarily be either Jose Rizal or Andres Bonifacio. It could be totally somebody else. Probably somebody from Mindanao, for example, mm. who has fought battles ferociously, such that Mindanao was never captured by uh, Spain. So yeah, that could be a good argument. Or it could be Lapu-Lapu because he yeah. killed Magellan. Or maybe he didn't kill Magellan himself. But, you know, he, he fought, right? <laughs> to, yeah, to he fought. He fought against the Spaniards, basically. Yeah. So that's also 
That's a really good point. Yeah. Mm, it could be a good symbol, right, of Filipino mm. pride and heroism, right? Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. It doesn't have to be one. We can elect a few of them as national heroes mm-hmm. to yeah. be fair. Okay, so another one of the symbols is the national motto. And that is, makajos, makatao, makakalikasan, at makabansa. Which in English means for God, people, nature, and country. Okay, I don't know about what the motto should be. This actually does not seem like a very... Yeah, it doesn't. Like for <laughs> Interesting me, first motto. Of all, I didn't even know that we have this national motto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are four of them, which is very lopsided. Like, good things come in threes, right? Like, <laughs> it's four. Huh? Okay. For mm. God, people, nature, and country. Mm. No. So, what should it uh, be then? Well, national motto should be something that we can use to advertise the Philippines, the Philippines. right? And we've had success in Department of Tourism. It was Wow Philippines before, and oh, then it became It's, it's more, it's more fun, fun in the, in the Philippines. Philippines, right? Yeah. For our motto, it should be something like that. It should be something that we can promote and brand the Philippines such that people would want to come to our country, right? Yeah. Maybe we can change it to say, Boom Pinas. <laughs> What? Why? Why that? Because Boom Panis is popular in oh my, my country. God. <laughs> <laughs> no, but maybe you're right about the it's more mm. fun in the Philippines. I think that should be the new motto because that's popular. Everyone knows mm. that because people use it as a hashtag. Yeah, but probably that that even that requires rebranding, right? Because we've heard mm. of that. It's more fun in the Philippines. I don't know, 10 years now? Mm. So I think it requires an update. Whatever that would be, yeah, probably it's a good challenge to everybody. Come up with a new motto or tagline for the Philippines. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay. Bumpinas, no? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but I don't know what, you know, I don't know what that's trying to say. It's not obvious what... No, it's not. No. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't even sound good, right? Because boom is like... Yeah, it's like an so explosion. Like, um, <laughs> danger awaits Maybe. your way I wouldn't say travel. that. Yeah, probably not a good idea since Philippines in the first place, to some people, is not considered a safe place. You do not mm. want to add that. <laughs> in their minds <laughs> that's right that's right good point so no mm. then we challenge people we challenge our cuties what would be a good motto mm. a slogan tag yes yes that's a good point yeah oh the next one is national food so mm. we've covered an episode an entire episode of this right people mm. probably would think is adobo chicken adobo is the national dish of the philippines and i think there's a lot of youtube videos social media kind of mm. uh, tags and photos and um, about adobo. And mm. people would think it is our national food. But adobo also means something else in Mexico, right? Like it's yeah, it's originally, yeah, it actually came from Mexico. It's really, um, mm. but then I guess because we were colonized by Spaniards or something, so mm. we made our own version. But it was not yeah. originally a Filipino thing. So when you say adobo, you have to specify that it's Philippine adobo so that mm. they know what that is. Right. Otherwise, it's not even... Like, the Mexican adobo has no soy sauce or vinegar at all. So, it's completely That's different. 
<laughs> and adobo is a little bit confusing as well because adobo in Cebu is totally different as well. It's mm. just deep fried pork and that's it. Like there's no soy sauce vinegar as well. Oh yeah, you mentioned that it's dry, mm. right? It is. It is dry. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So what so, should yeah. it be then? I think it should be lechon. Like mm. we are like even Japanese. Whenever I tell them I'm Filipino mm. and food is our topic, they would point out as you know they won't point to the lechon as the spectacular thing mm. that they've seen online or they've tasted. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so they're fascinated by. Lechon. So I think it should be lechon. Yeah, I think it should be. Like even in Singapore, the Singaporeans all know about lechon. Mm. And then even in the Philippines, right? The lechon is mm. the symbol of like a, it, it's used for what they call it? Festival yeah. celebrations. Festivals, yeah. Yeah. So there it's you go. A, yeah, so it's the food of pride, basically, mm. right? If it's a wedding, if there's no lechon, people are disappointed. That's right. Kamanga <laughs> <laughs> hilas. <laughs> They're expecting lechon already. So high expectations. But yeah. I think even the lechon requires a rebranding. Because if you think about lechon, th- there's a fruit. It's usually an apple, right? Um, uh, at the, on the mouth at of the, the very pig. Front, yeah, the mouth of the pig, there's a, an apple. But we don't locally grow apples in the Philippines. Oh yeah. So, so who who made that thing? I we should wonder. change the fruit to say guava or maybe banana. <laughs> banana. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> yeah, because the banana uh-huh. would like. Oh, you just need to make sure that the banana is kind of a smiley face. Ah. Not not the other way around. Otherwise, okay. it would look like it's frowning. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think lechon, but change the fruit to banana. I think that's our national food. Okay, mm. all right. So the next symbol is the national leaf, and it's currently the anahao. So anahao, yeah, I don't. When I was like, "What is the anahao?" It's actually this leaf that kind of looks like a fan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like a a fan that is folded. So it's like a fan that is folded. What do you mean? I mean, you know, the like folding, folding fan? fan. Yeah. Ah, uh, oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah, it does right? look like a folded. So I don't know. Again. Maybe um, we do see this in the Philippines, but it's it could it doesn't necessarily symbolize the Philippines, I would think, mm. right? <laughs> I mean, it's not that common. And where do we actually use this for? Why is this even the, I don't know. Maybe if it's raining and you don't have an umbrella, then it's a good getaway mm-hmm. umbrella, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, but I think we could update this to like mm-hmm. the banana leaf. Yeah. Because I think that I one... Is being used more in the Philippines, right? Uh, for mm-hmm. wrapping food. Boodle fight. Boodle fight is um, a famous activity mm. in gatherings in the Philippines. And what happens is they lay out uh, banana leaves in the center and then they put all the food mm-hmm. on the banana leaves and then people eat the food together. And actually, mm. I've seen some trends recently on TikTok where people in US do something weird, which is they... Like they don't use banana leaves, but they just put like I don't know some sheet of whatever, and then they they put like spaghetti on it. Okay. And then they do a bottle bottle fight with spaghetti, which I think is weird. No. That's so no. wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> That's so Boodle wrong. Bottle fight is rice, man. Don't 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 copy other. <laughs> and it's weird because it's and, yeah. it's saucy. 
it's mm-hmm. a mess, right? I don't it think is, it is. we don't no. do boodle fight with spaghetti even no. in the Philippines. I love spaghetti, man, but no, that's not. That's <laughs> that not that the was just so it. wrong, and I don't know why yeah. it became a trend. And I was thinking, no. okay, that's actually a thing in the Philippines, but just the wrong food. So I don't know who <laughs> made it a thing. It's so weird, but yeah. <laughs> Banana leaf and yeah, we also <coughs> use it for other things, I guess, aside from wrapping food, but I don't know what for some reason. Well, since it replaces anahaw and anahaw is used maybe, you know, as a cover during rain, then the banana leaf can do that as well. <laughs> is it really yeah. that's the pre- reason, what, that's the purpose of the anahaw cover during rain? No, that's what I thought. That's <laughs> the reason why anahaw, because other than that... I can't really think of another functionality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. I think yeah, banana is more common at mm. least in the Philippines, right? How about national slippers? It's yeah, that's bakya. weird. Why do we even have yeah, national <laughs> Okay, ex- can you explain what a bakya is? A bakya is like a wooden slipper, right? With a maybe mm. a rubber band to tie it, you know, for for your feet to be locked in. And that's it. And we usually use it, say, in a toilet or maybe when you're washing clothes. So it it's a good way of, say, kind of, if you're expected to have your feet wet, then a bakya is a very good um, slipper to wear on because it's not slippery and it's it's hard, it's it's wooden. So, yeah. Mm, yeah. But do you still wear bakya other than, you know, in a toilet? No, I don't even remember using bakya in the toilet. So mm. I think it used to be, well, according to Wikipedia, it used to be used back then in the pre-colonial era and in the mm. Spanish era, it was the most widely used footwear. And that is probably why it got chosen. But I don't think mm. that's that's a thing anymore, right? Yeah, but we moved on. Like wood is yeah. no longer kind of the best slipper, right? Like rubber is... Mm. The, the most effective, efficient, cost-economical way of producing slippers and probably mm-hmm. Spartan is, <laughs> is a better representative of our national slipper. Yes. Mm. Or Sandugu. Sandugu. I, I don't remember Sandugu, but maybe... But yeah, I remember Spartan. <laughs> and yeah, and I think when as kids or, you know, everyone in the Philippines uses rubber slippers... Rather mm. than bakya. And when, when you play batulata. Yeah. Right? And you wouldn't use bakya. That's so dangerous. Yeah. And also if you're bakya. and if your parents would spank you, they don't use bakya. That's too no, much. <laughs> that's too much. <laughs> they, and they use, if you play slipper game. Oh yeah, you, you can't use bakya. Yeah. yeah, how can you wrap break your neighbor's window? Yeah. Yeah. And you cannot roll it into a ball. Exactly. Right? So, so yeah, yeah, Spartan is the best. Representation of national steppers. Case closed. I would think so. Case closed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and the next one is national fish, which is the bangus. Mm. So Mm. the bangus is milkfish. It's this, um, it's a freshwater fish, right? Mm -hmm. And it is delicious. And in certain places like Sambuanga, it's more expensive than the other fish. But in other places where it's not near the sea, it's not Mm. more expensive. It depends really. Um, but yeah, do you believe that it should be that should be the national fish? I think for me, I would, I would say it's not really because it's not what it, what's the term? It's more expensive, right? So it's not really something that everyone can afford. That's right. So I would think that's probably for me. It should be the galunggong instead <laughs> because <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because that's cheap. It's one of the cheapest fishes, right? I remember anyway. Mm. It seemed to be that. 
because it's small and um, we love to use it for our dishes. You know, the, mm-hmm. what is that called? The inununan? Inununan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Visaya term. I think it's paksiu, probably paksiu in Tagalog. Right. Mm. So, anyways, you put um, vinegar. Well, I'm talking about this. My my, my mouth is watering. Or <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm hungry. Or you fry it. I love fried galunggong. Don't you? Yeah, I, I I love it grilled though. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, charcoal grilled. Yeah, it is good. So, do you agree that it should be galunggong, or do you have another? I fish? think. Yeah, I agree. I agree with galunggong, but probably we will hear. Uh, people from the Visayas would argue that no, dangit is a better national <laughs> fish. Um, yeah, especially yeah, yeah. Cebu. Yeah, yeah, Cebuanos yeah. love their dangit. And dangit is this tiny fish that is usually made into dried fish. Yeah, sun dried right? fish, and it's so salty and it's so good with rice. Like maybe one dangit can you know, take down a kilo of cooked rice. <laughs> Wow, okay. <laughs> and now we are hungry because we're talking we're about hungry, this. Yes. Okay, so let's quickly move on. Move on to the <laughs> national costume. Uh-huh. So it, it usually is barot saya. Mm. Oh, sorry. Yeah, barot saya for the ladies and then barong. Barong Tagalog, Tagalog for, for... For the men. But we don't we don't use it every day, right? Maybe if mm. there's occasion, say if there's a Philippine-themed wedding, then mm. the guys would wear... Barong, but I don't think the ladies would wear barot saya, right? I think I only saw one wedding when it was my friend's wedding that mm. they asked all the people to to do Filipiniana costumes, right? Even the ladies. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, oh my God, I, I'm glad I'm not attending that wedding because where on earth would they find a barot saya? Yeah. It's not common. It's probably expensive, it's right? Uh, probably you go to a rental shop, so... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is there even a rental shop that... I don't know as well. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, but maybe there is because usually for what they call this, the Philippine... What, what they call this, Buana Wika or something. Buana Wika. <laughs> or, or probably you can go to places where there are like Sinulog or any festivals that mm, require okay, you to wear. Okay, that's a good point. But mm. I've never worn a barot saya. So there's, there's the thing, right? Mm, I'm Filipino. I've never worn a barot saya in my entire mm. life. Well, you have obviously worn a barong Tagalog a because saya. men... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Barong is more common for men, yeah. Yeah, right. and it's it's like, yeah, people... And and some men even use it to work, right? Like, um, not the fancy one, not the pineapple. Is it made of pineapple or something? Yeah, yeah, pina. Yeah, yeah. It's made of pineapple. So I think I think you're right. We need to update it. Mm. And for the men, it should be changed from barong Tagalog to the office barong that men wear. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. The, the gusut mayaman barong. <laughs> the short sleeve uh-huh. um, version of barong Tagalog because yeah. it's so hot in the Philippines. And mm-hmm. why would you wear long sleeve mm-hmm. kind of attire? So I mm-hmm. think, how do you say that? Gusut mayaman barong for men will still be national costume. But okay. for ladies... What do you think would it be? That's a good point. I actually don't know what, what it should be because we wear a lot of things and there's I cannot think of a specific um, Filipino outfit that women wear. Do, can you think of anything? Not really. <laughs> do we? That's a good point. No, but maybe Louis Vuitton bag? No. A good <laughs> accessory? That's a bag. 
It's a bag, yeah, but it's an accessory at least. Um, no, um, but maybe it should be, I don't know, like dress. Oh, I know, duster. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not very a good equivalent, right? So if you imagine our two national costumes being presented together, a guy <laughs> like, would be wearing a, an why? office barong. And why is she and wearing a duster? And the lady is like wearing a duster. Oh, maybe it is, right? Because probably... You know, in a typical household, the mm. guy is the one working. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's not really um, very equal. Not a good image. Yeah. But maybe it's fine to keep the bar outside. But maybe it as like the barong, it could be a non-formal looking one. So maybe it's a casual dress with puffed shoulder, something like that. Mm. So you could wear it to work every day. You cannot wear a bar outside, you know. I'm sure it's hot right, and no, it's, it's too, too yeah. formal. Okay, the next one is the national song. And apparently, our national song is Bayan Ko. Which one is this again? I suddenly don't even Ang, remember. Ang, Ang Bayan Ko. Tang, yeah, is that the one? Yeah. P. No, it's Ang Bayan Kong Pilipinas. Lupa inang gintot pulang. No, that's too sad. <laughs> oh, and yeah. So this is the song, and I guess we had to learn this in Filipino or something, yeah, yeah. because it's it sounds familiar. Um, but, but probably this is not really like a very popular song if you think about it to other no. nationalities, right? No. So if we think of <laughs> of a popular song, probably should be "Anak" by Freddie Aguilar because that, <laughs> yes. that translated into several languages, right? <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> And it's a very, I don't know, compelling story, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The plight of a Filipino family. So, yeah, Anak is a good... And also, they made a movie, right? That is, is called Anak. Yeah, um, Vilma Santos was the mother, the OFW mother. And mm, Claudine Barreto okay. was her daughter who rebelled and got into drugs. Mm. So, the song is about that, right? Like, mm. the song is... Ab- Anak means child or, you know, your mm. son or daughter. And then the song is about how, you know, the son or daughter... Oh, no, I think... Yeah, they don't really mean... Anak is actually... It could be either son or daughter. Yeah, child. But apparently it became very popular in... When was it? 80s or something? 70s? Let Probably, me just look it up. Yeah. Okay, this was... Okay, they don't say what year. 1978. Yeah. So it got an award for... Awit Award for Best Performance by a duet. I didn't even realize that this was a duet all along. I thought this was just Freddie Aguilar. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but uh, apparently it became really popular um, and, you know, it got translated into a lot of languages, actually. Mm. So, yeah, maybe that. But actually, there are a lot of other Filipino songs probably that got popular <laughs> late. Since we're updating, shouldn't it be like a song that is in the 2000s or something? Mm. But then, <laughs> That's a good but, point. <laughs> What else can you think of any song that is popular nowadays? Not really. <laughs> no. That's probably because the the universe of songs also has exploded, right? With and that's true. The advent of Spotify mm. and all that. It really mm. is hard to stand out. Mm-mm. And true. right now, I don't think there's a Filipino song that stands out. No, Tagalog. Yeah, yeah no. Then we should then we should go back to the classics. I think Anak is a good 
And so, anyway, for ayan. those curious, this song starts off saying, Nung isilang ka sa mundong ito, laking tuwa ng magulang mo, at ang kamay nilang iyong ilaw. So if you've heard that, <laughs> that's the song. <laughs> that's the song. Yes. Okay. Okay, let's move on to the next one. National Animal. Okay. It's Carabao. It's yeah. kind of designated as the national animal, though not passed through law. Uh, but yeah. I think it requires an update because Carabao is no longer being used right now in farming. I think most of the kind of equipment are already, uh, you know, uh, combustion engine, tractors, whatever, whatever it is, no longer. Mm. Maybe they're still using Carabao, but I don't think it's that prevalent anymore. So I think it needs to be updated to uh, an animal that is closer to our identity and i think that's the askal the asongkal <laughs> they the, are loyal or the stray they dog you yeah the stray dog <laughs> it's it's common in the philippines you can see them everywhere mm-hmm. they're a menace sometimes that's the, they're the reasons why i cannot jog outside in the philippines <laughs> safely because if you do you will be chased by one <laughs> askal if not a herd or a group of askal. oh my god so, yeah. askal <laughs> Right. Okay. Yeah. So it should be that. But yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. I, that's the thing, right? You don't really realize that it is a Filipino thing mm-hmm. until you move abroad because there are mm-hmm. not a lot of stray dogs in the streets nope. of Hong Kong or not Singapore. Really. And I remember when I did a business trip to India, there were so many dogs there as well. It's like, oh my God, this is reminding me of the Philippines. So those <laughs> are things that you don't realize. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. So right? I think Askal. Yeah. yeah. Mm, okay, yeah, I think Askal is right. Okay, the next one is National Dance, and it's the Cariñosa. I don't even remember what this is a, This is for. So, Cariñosa are those kind of, you're dressed as with Barong Tagalog and Barosaya, and mm-hmm. then you do kind of simple dances, just like a dance of courtship, right? Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, yes, it's for special occasions and stuff, but it's not really like that, I don't know, common. No. In fact, I would say that the, what do you call it, the bamboo poles, the tinikling is probably better than cariñosa, I would think. Yeah. Because at least um, when foreigners, I've seen some foreigners post, you know, the tinikling, like when mm. they visited the Philippines. I can't remember, there was this... Kobe Bryant, I think he post he posted a video where he was dancing the tinikling in the Philippines. So I think mm. tinikling is more well known globally as a Filipino wow. dance compared was to Cariñosa. Kobe wearing his signature shoe while dancing the tinikling. Maybe it was a an ad for the shoe. Not really. <laughs> they should have. Adidas, I don't know. Maybe man. no. It wasn't an ad. It was. I think he just visited the Philippines and they decided okay. to do it for them. But well, they were doing the tinikling very slowly. Because obviously, if you don't know how to dance the tinikling, you're gonna get, you know, your foot is gonna get trapped between the two bamboo poles, right? Yeah. And for a person, for an athlete that, you know, needs his leg and and foot and leg, you don't want it crushed by bamboo. Yeah. And then being able to play. And then they will be sued by him or they will be, you know, Known all over the world as the people who ruined Kobe Bryant's legs. Yeah. That's not Legacy. good. Legacy. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I agree. I mm. think Tinikling is a better representation than the Carinosa. And the mm. national vehicle is Jeepney. Mm. I think it is It is still strikingly, I don't know, 
yeah. the imagery of the jeepney kind of represents the Philippines, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's no longer, I don't know, it's, you can think of it as kind of a fume, uh, carbon monoxide, guzzling, gas guzzling, not so carbon conscious vehicle. Mm-hmm. So I think the e-bike is a better Option. vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. It represent the Philippines. It's, okay. it's green. It's not so safe, but it's the <laughs> Philippines. Come on. It's, you should take a little bit of risk. So I think e-bike is a better national vehicle. Okay. Maybe you're right. Mm. I mean, we need to, you know, get with the times. And if that's mm. the new in thing in the Philippines anyway, right? Yeah. We don't have any electric EV cars, so I think e-bike is the closest we can get <laughs> to sustainable <laughs> transportation. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the next one is the national fruit, which is the mango. I don't think I have a lot of objections to this, to be honest, because a lot of Filipinos abroad, are not Filipinos, a lot of non-Filipinos, mm. you know, my Singaporean friends, for example, they love the Philippine mango. And it's because mm. other mangoes are not really that good. Like, Mm, that's true. Thailand mangoes it's, it's sweet, not good. Yeah, yeah. So they and they're always we, like excited about uh, our mango, right? And yeah, we export a lot of dried mangoes, right? And people mm. generally recognize that as a Filipino thing. So yeah, yeah. No objections. Even though I want to insert maybe banana Q <laughs> as the national <laughs> podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is. <laughs> that should be. <laughs> <laughs> banana Q as the national podcast or banana Q as the national snack. National snack, yes. <laughs> Maybe national we snack could slash use... podcast. Similar yes. to our niece, right? Where it's both national martial arts and national sport. Mm-hmm. For us, banana Q is the national snack and podcast. Okay. <laughs> Very random mm-hmm, group. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's it. Like, I think that's the best ending <laughs> banana <laughs> Q as the yeah yeah, yeah okay so to close this so national symbols uh, as Ray mentioned earlier is for branding right but not only the Philippines has this but a lot of other countries too and they intend to unite people by creating visual verbal or iconic representations of the national people values goals or history Mm-hmm. So these symbols are often rallied around as part of celebrations of patriotism or aspiring nationalism and are designed to be inclusive and representative of all the people of the national community. So that's why the ones mm-hmm. we chose, we thought like, oh, this is, you know, that doesn't, doesn't really represent us, right? So that's why yes. we decided to choose to, like, you know, what we thought was more representative of our community. Like, if a Filipino right. saw that, they will immediately know that it's, you know, this represents me, I can relate, right? So, mm-hmm. we're, that's why we chose the relatable stuff. So, did you agree with what we chose? If you didn't, <laughs> that's fine. But tell us, what do you think? Mm-hmm. If you were given the option, if you were the one who were deciding who would be the national symbols, can you please tell us what it is, right, that you chose? And your answers may be featured on the next Cutie Minute. Time for our followers. Cutie Minute. Your thoughts in our voice. Cutie Minute. Not really one minute, but we're calling it Cutie Minute. Our first cutie is Zen Zero Cook. Ooh, and she says, Congratulations, Ray, on your home purchase in Japan. Well, thank you, Zen Zero Cook. And she further says, I bought my first house relatively early in my life here in America. Wow, congratulations. 
At first, I was scared about the process, but knowing it and having a good realtor and banker can make it easier than you think. It was a joint investment with my parents, and up until today, it has been a good house to us. We only do maintenance to keep it working. Now we moved, and the property is our rental. Wow. Now it's, it's an investment property now. Interesting. And she further says, having multiple properties is challenging, but also a great investment if you pick the right one. Here in America, people move a lot and houses never stay in one family, not like the Philippines. <laughs> We call those houses ancestral houses because it's been home to several generations of the same family. I see the value of that, but I also see the negative side of it when families fight over the land. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is a very typical, typical issue in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. And the pay to rent or buy ratio is ridiculous. That's probably why people don't think about owning a property anymore. But I've seen uh, when people get married or have kids, that's the first thing in their minds. Yeah. yeah. It, it is an investment, right? That's mm-hmm. a very good point, Zero Cook. Yes. And I really like the fight over the title of the land. <laughs> <laughs> that is very typical Filipino yes, drama. Yes, that is very typical. But I think they usually, in the end, they just divide the land or something. Right? Mm. Like if there's like five siblings or whatever you just divide mm. the land into five pieces but then they would fight unless, over who gets what piece yes, like no I don't want this place it's beside piece, the whatever unless also a sibling already sold the land oh yeah that also already has spent the money <laughs> oh my god that is a bigger fight <laughs> oh my god yes for sure okay so that was actually a comment on episode 97 buying versus renting a home and our next Commenter is also for that same episode and this is Madge and she said Depende pod sa risk appetite mo The time we bought a house in Singapore, we only had 1,000 Just enough to pay the option mm-hmm. The best advice that we got that time was Ano pa ba ang worst na mangyari? Kung wala ka na pambayad, they will just take back the house from you mm-hmm. But it was not an easy path though But I'm glad we did it So this is interesting, right? They didn't know that, you know, I don't know a lot of Filipinos who actually buy houses in Singapore. Oh, yeah. That's right? a good point. Yeah. I suppose they were PRs, probably. Could Otherwise, be. how can you buy, right? Or un- unless it's not a landed property, it's a condominium unit and probably it's... Are foreigners allowed rules. to buy con- condominiums in Singapore? I don't, I don't know. Generally, not specifically in Singapore, but generally in countries where... Land is kind of restricted for nationals. Mm-hmm. Like a property, an immovable property, like a condominium unit, lease, not leasehold, but uh, oh yeah, leasehold properties like mm-hmm. apartments, right. condominium units could be bought and sold. But that's interesting. I guess you're right because I just remembered I have a friend who bought property in London and they're not even PRs yet. So yeah, I mm. think you can buy property, but. Right in Singapore, especially since um, the landed houses only could be bought by citizens, is what I remember. Mm. Not even PRs because it's a rare commodity in Singapore, right? The it's a rare commodity, and yeah, they're they're conscious of the sovereignty of Singapore, right? Mm. They they need to own the land. Yes, not exactly. foreigners like us. Yeah. Yes, so I think that's the case. Okay, so thank you for your comments. Madge and Zen Zero Cook and please continue to give us your comments by emailing us on bananakipodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at bananakipodcast and DM us your 
thoughts about anything, right? Even if you just mm. want to say hi, that's completely yeah. fine. And of course, if you enjoy this episode, please subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you're listening to right now. And also, please give us a five-star rating, right? Minimum. <laughs> Minimum. Yeah. And that's it for now. Bye. Bye.